0: Yo, what's poppin'? You listening to Keep It 100 in the ring podcast. Give the people what they want. With your host, Jordan Turner. Where you'll hear a wrestling fan always keeping it 100. Here we go! Inside the ring and out. Are you ready? Your source for reviews, hot topics, and much more. Whoa! Wow. Oh Double team. It's time to keep it 100 in the ring. One, two, Yo, what's poppin', man? How y'all doing out there, man? On this Sunday, I got a wrestling topic of discussion in terms of ranking my top 50 greatest WWE matches of all time. I know that you guys will not be agreeing with the list and in regards to the way that they are ranked, and that's okay. But then again, this is my list. This is how I feel. I hope you guys enjoy. Let's get started. Keep it 100. 100. man, how y'all feeling on this Sunday? We got some rankings to do. We got some rankings to do, man. I have been thinking about this for a very long time. Uh, I just finally got done ranking my top 50 greatest WWE matches of all time. And it's 238. So I have been on here just writing down my top 50 For about like an hour and a half now. That's insane to me. Okay, I didn't know I would take that damn long. But you know what? It's all good. I'm ready. And I'm ready to go, man. Um, What's popping, you guys? Welcome to Keep It 100 in the Ring, man. We're an unfiltered wrestling podcast. We'll be giving you guys each and every week. With the creative flow. Like nobody else in the community. Now... I'm looking at the rankings right now, and what I have here are a lot. They're a lot, okay? I have tons of matches right here, and I'm ready to get started. So let's get it popping, man. With number one, ranking my top 50 greatest WWE matches of all time at the number one spot, because we're going to go down to number one all the way to 50. I know people do when in regards to doing their rankings, they do 50 and then they go all the way up to one. We're not going to do that today. We're going to go from number one all the way down to 50. And like I said, just because your match is not on the list, just because your favorite match is not on the list does not mean I don't like the match. And just because your favorite match on this list is ranked below a 20 Or in the 10. Or a 9 or whatever. No matter what rank number it's on. It doesn't mean anything. This is just a list. Okay? It's just a list. That's all it is. But I don't want to waste enough of you guys' time, man. Let's get this thing popping. In the number one spot. My greatest WWE match of all time. This is a match I have had in my mind for years. I know people have asked, oh, Jordan, what's your favorite WWE match of all time? I bring up the same match all the time. I will forever bring up this match, and that is Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25. You want to talk about a classic? You want to talk about a fucking classic, man. You don't get any better than Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. That match, man, actually made me cry. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was tearing up watching the match because how beautiful those two legends told a phenomenal story. And I've told you guys plenty of times, I am a story-driven wrestling fan. If the story is there, And it's a classic match. Take my money. Take my money. But if there's no story and the match is great. I'm going to compliment the match. But at the same time, I'm going to have a negative. In regards to there wasn't no story for me as a fan to get invested in. Not only was there a story heading into WrestleMania 25. Between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. But they had one of the best Booked, produced matches of all time. I mean, this story had a lot of false finishes. I know there's fans out there that don't like false finishes. I don't really give a shit. I do. I love it, okay? But Shawn Michaels and Undertaker told a great story. And this is my favorite match of all time. In the number two spot, speaking of Shawn Michaels... We got Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 21. (laughs) WrestleMania goes Hollywood, right? WrestleMania goes Hollywood. You don't get any more Hollywood than Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle, man. This match was incredible. Kurt Angle struggling. Struggling to defeat Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels just kept kicking out of everything. Kurt Angle was just getting frustrated. Had enough of it. He almost lost. I thought there was multiple occasions during the match that Kurt Angle was going to lose. But as soon as Kurt Angle grabbed Shawn Michaels' ankle and applied that ankle lock, it was over. It was game. So Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle from WrestleMania 21 is my second favorite match of all time. In the number three spot, we got Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13 in a submission match. Blood, gore, just submission bat wrestling. You get no better than Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin is a brawler. He is not a submission specialist. He's not a wrestling personnel. He's not a wrestling enthusiast. That's for guys like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Bret Hart will run circles around a lot of wrestlers in this business. But Stone Cold Steve Austin held his own. Enjoyable match, man. I loved at the end, man. We all know this because we all watched it. When Bret Hart applied the sharpshooter to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Don't Steve Austin's face was bleeding profusely, and he didn't give up. Good stuff, man, in that match. Very enjoyable in my number three spot. In my number four spot, we got Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Randy Savage, WrestleMania 3. Now you guys are running well, uh, Jordan, you weren't born around that time. And that's that's fact. I was not born around that time. But people, I just kept hearing people talking and talking and talking about this match between Macho Man Randy Savage and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. So I said to myself, you know what, man? You know what, King? Let's cop a squat and let's watch this match. Everyone's talking about it. Let's see what the quote-unquote hype is all about and my god this match was absolutely spectacular this match had classic moments this was a classic before classic you know what i mean come on now this match was the blueprint for classic matches in professional wrestling man specifically in wwe great stuff by ricky the dragon steamboat and macho man savage god rest his soul in the number five spot, we got Eddie Guerrero talking about talk about RIP, one of the greatest of all time, one of the greatest luchadors in professional wrestling. He squared off against Rey Mysterio at Halloween Havoc, 1997. Again, uh, I was born, but I was only two years old, so I didn't watch it. I had to go back and watch it. And... Damn, I mean, Lucha Libre, I mean, one of the best styles in pro wrestling. I love the Japanese style, I love the strong style, the Lucha Libre style. I love it, man. You know what I mean? I love the combination of strong style, Lucha Libre, and power and high flying. If you have all that into one superstar... I'm going to look at you, man. I might become a fan. And that's what Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero had that. Rey Mysterio was a cruiserweight. How the fucking Rey Mysterio go toe-to-toe with this guy? He shut a lot of people up that night. And I love the, the purple suit. The purple suit with Rey. It was great. Halloween themed. I love it. Speaking of Halloween Havoc, man. Halloween Havoc really needs to come back be a pay-per-view in October. Get rid of hell in a cell. But this match was iconic as hell. Very enjoyable. In the number six spot, we got Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog. SummerSlam 1992. Again, I was not born around this time, so I had to go back and hear what all the fuss was all about. I mean, damn. Bret Hart is absolutely one of the greatest of all time. I said that already, but I'm going to continue to say it. This man is a wizard in that square circle. British Bulldog, you looked at him. This guy's a powerhouse. He sucks, right? Beg to death for man. Shut me up quick. Because when I first seen him, I'm like, what? Oh, great. Here's another muscle-bound, muscle-bound uh, superstar, right? They have awesome chemistry. Very enjoyable match. At SummerSlam 1992. Now here is when I am about to get controversial. All right? I know a lot of people are waiting to hear what number seven is. And I'm here to tell you, I was alive right when I watched this match. People are not going to like what I have to say here. They're not going to like it. But you know what? I don't care. I don't care. In the number seven spot, we got Sasha Banks versus Bayley at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn (laughs) 1. Iconic. Legendary. This match helped the foundation of women's wrestling in WWE. And I know... I know you guys are probably just rolling your eyes and talking shit. You know what I mean? I think I might be getting one of these soon from people. That's all right. That's okay. But you know what? I really enjoyed this match. This match is one of the best women's matches of all time in WWE. This match told a great story. With Sasha Banks just being this cutthroat boss. Not giving a fuck. You know what I mean? Stabbing people in the back. And Bayley, this sympathetic baby face. And I'm going to be honest. This match made me really become a fan of Bayley. I'm going to keep it real. This match made me become a fan of Bayley because leading up to this match, I was not a big fan of Bayley. No cap. All right, no cap. I was not a big fan of Bailey. This match changed my mind, changed my whole perspective of Bailey. These two just, they work so well together. They work so well together, man. They're like PB and J. They're like PB and J. Just awesome stuff, awesome storytelling by Sasha Banks attacking the right arm of Bailey, the right hand of Bailey stomping on it and everything. Just great shit, man. Bailey being this underdog, fighting against the odds. Just a great atmosphere, too, man. They were in the main event of NXT TakeOver. Great stuff, man. Big fan. I love it. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. They were not in the main event. I'm sorry. They were not in the main event. They were in the co-main event. I apologize. The, the main event was a uh, Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens in a ladder match for the... In- for the NXT championship. That's my fault. But they're in the co-main event. So main event either way. It doesn't matter. This match was great. Sasha Banks man. I was already in love with Sasha Banks in NXT. And then looking what she's doing now. On the main roster. So is Bayley. These two will be going down as one of the greatest female wrestlers. In WWE history. Prove me wrong. Now. Now. In the number 7 spot. I know that's early as shit. I know you guys can name tons of matches that deserve to be in that number 7 spot. That's okay. Number 8. We got the Deadly Boys versus Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys. WrestleMania 17. Tag team wrestling around this time was iconic. And I'm not talking about Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, okay? I'm talking about an iconic tables, ladders, and chairs match. Wonderful stuff between the Deli Boys, Edge and Christian, and the Hardy Boys. Number nine. We got John Cena versus CM Punk. Money in the Bank, 2011. 2011. This is when everything changed. Seriously. When you look back at some of the best moments in company history, this one needs to be up there. Simple as that. John Cena, is he going to take the championship away? Uh, Nope, apparently not. CM Punk won, and it was a classic, man. It was a fucking classic. CM Punk taking the WWE Championship home because that's when his contract expired on Money in a Bank Day. Crazy stuff, man. Just something that I love to go back and I love to watch. And then after, you know, everything unfolded. But in this moment, during this match, my breath was taken, man, by watching this. Great stuff by John Cena and CM Punk. Number 10. We got Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. WWE Championship 60-minute Iron Man match. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. You have Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, two of the greatest in-ring tacticians in this business. In an Iron Man match? Take my money. Take my money. And the celebration of Shawn Michaels was really, really emotional. Just great stuff. Actually tear it up, man. Great stuff. This happened in 1996. I was two years old, so I had to go back and watch it. But I really enjoyed what I watched. Storytelling to perfection. Number 11. Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. SummerSlam 2002 in an unsanctioned match. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, Shawn Michaels... Has been on my list quite a bit already. That's why he's the best in-ring performer in company history. Triple H and Shawn Michaels unsanctioned match 2002. Shawn Michaels came back. This was his first match since that back injury. After that casket match, he was gone for four years. He comes back and this is his first match in an unsanctioned match with his best friend Triple H. What can go wrong? Nothing. Nothing. I know Shawn Michaels was scared. I know he was. I would too. But Triple H had his back. Triple H protected Shawn Michaels. And you could see that during the match. Very emotional match. Just the crowd was on their feet. Great stuff from from Shawn Michaels and Triple H, man. One of the best matches of all time. Number 12, we got The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. WWE Championship, no disqualification match, WrestleMania 17. So, Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Turned heel. What the fuck? That made no sense. I didn't like it. I fucking hated it, actually. And I know I'm not the only one that hated it. I know there's people out there that liked it, and God bless you, but I did not like it, was not a fan of it. Great stuff from Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Rock. And their video package leading up to the match was one of the most iconic video packages of all time. WWE really needs to go back in regards to video packages and package them the way they did years ago. Just great stuff, man. You want to talk about emotion? You want to talk about getting yourself hyped up for a match that hasn't even started? Watch a great video package like that. Great stuff from WWE. WWE. The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Number 13, we got The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. No disqualification. Streak versus career. (laughs) WrestleMania 26. I think we all know Shawn Michaels was going to lose, right? Uh, No, because I didn't know that he was actually going to lose. I thought I legitimately thought Shawn Michaels was going to defeat The Undertaker. I did. I thought it was over. But then again, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this would be a perfect way for Shawn Michaels to retire. A perfect way. The defiance of Shawn Michaels, man. The storytelling from commentary. Jim Ross is absolutely, man, one of the most iconic legendary commentators in the professional wrestling game, man. The story that that man told was great. Not only last year for WrestleMania 25, but at WrestleMania 26. Great stuff. Was their match better than 25? Uh, No, it was not, but it was great in its own right. And that's why it's ranked at number 14. Number 15, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart, WrestleMania 10. Brother versus brother, family versus family. That's all I need to say, man. That's all I need to say. Owen believed he was better than Bret Hart. Owen believed he was better than Bret Hart. I mean, just a great story, man, I was told. Great stories make you very emotional. And this one made me very emotional because I have a brother. And me and him could have been in this situation. So that pulled the heartstrings for me, man. Great stuff. And that is number 15. Number 16. Mankind versus The Undertaker. King of the Ring, 1998. (laughs) Holy shit. Holy shit was this match. I thought Mick Foley died that night. And I know I'm not the only one thinking that. I thought Undertaker just killed a human being. I thought the WWE just killed a human being. I thought Mick Foley died. When he started moving, I was absolutely... Baffled. I was baffled. My mouth was wide open and shocked. My eyes were wide. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I know you guys thought he died too. What an insane, iconic spot in wrestling history. Not only that, man, Mick Foley got choke slammed on top of the hell in a cell through the uh through the through the cage. Back first while there was a chair. While there was a chair. So not only did he get the impact of the steel chair, but he felt the impact of the ring. Just some scary shit, man. Just some scary shit. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching, man. I really couldn't. Not to mention, man, McFoley fell through thumbtacks, bro. Come on, G. Got choke slammed. And then lastly, got tombstoned. Rest in peace, Mick Foley. Crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. Now, we got the next match, number 17. We got Reza Ramon versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 10 in a ladder match. First ladder match at WrestleMania. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick anybody else. I'm just saying, you got Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. Come on, man! Iconic, iconic, legendary WrestleMania match. I was not born around this time. I had to go back and watch. But it was some good stuff. Very enjoyable. Number eighteen, we got Mister Perfect versus Bret the Hitman Hart. Intercontinental Championship, SummerSlam, 1991. I was not born, but I went back and I watched it, and it was a great match. Great story that was told between Mr. Perfect and Bret the Hitman Hart, who is the best wrestler in the world between those two athletes. Great stuff. Number 19, we got Ricky The Dragon Steamboat versus Ric Flair for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Wrestle War 1989. Music City Showdown. Now you guys are thinking, Jordan, what the fuck? You have a 1989 match on the list? Yep, I do, because I actually watched it. I actually watched it. I actually watched it a couple hours ago. Go figure. I did. I did because before I did this list, I was going through other people's list and and what matches do they have. They had this match on there. So I kept seeing it and I'm like, you know what? I need to watch this match. Bruh. Bruh. Holy shit, was this match awesome. This match was great, man. Very enjoyable. Very, very enjoyable between Rick and the Dragon, Steamboat, and Ric Flair. Wrestle War? I thought the name was kind of cringe. But that's here, nor here, here, near, or there. There you go. I got it right. But great stuff. Very enjoyable match. Number 20. Number 20. Controversial. Controversial like Number 20, we got Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole from NXT TakeOver New York. Two out of three falls. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. You guys are, like, rolling your goddamn heads. You guys are thinking, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I know, I know. But listen, this match told a phenomenal story. Johnny Gargano finally wins the goddamn NXT championship. This man, Adam Cole, was in Johnny Gargano's way for so long now. But Johnny Gargano finally found a way to win the NXT championship. And the story was so perfect with the Undisputed Era getting involved and Johnny Gargano fighting off the Undisputed Era. And then Adam Cole tried to take one last shot no pun intended. Hit the move, and Johnny Gargano kicked out. Once he kicked out, I knew he was winning that title. And when he did, the crowd absolutely went bonkers, man. They went insane. I fell out my chair. I was jumping for joy. Just so happy for Johnny Gargano. Great moment and great match. Number 21, we got Cactus Jack versus Triple H, Royal Rumble, 2000 in a street fight. Tactics Jack getting pedigree through thumbtacks, man. That is one of the most iconic, just, memories I can think of. That shit was gruesome. That shit was brutal. Just some nasty stuff, man. And this was absolutely one of my best, like, hardcore, false count anywhere matches in WWE history. Easily in my top ten. When it comes to specifically hardcore matches. If this isn't in your top ten... I don't know what's wrong with you, man. You're tripping. Speaking of Mick Foley, we got 22. Mick Foley versus Randy Orton. Backlash, 2004, in a hardcore match. Randy Orton got established as a hardcore, quote-unquote, specialist and a man that can hang with mankind. Mick Foley, Cactus Jack, whatever you want to call him. In a hardcore atmosphere. I know that is exactly what this match was about. If Randy Orton can hang. With one of the most hardcore people in professional wrestling. Don't forget Terry Funk and you know there's many others like that but. They picked Randy Orton to go against McFoley, man. They wanted to see if Orton can hang. And you know what that man hanged like a like a king. He hanged like a king man. And oh my God, man. I have watched the spot where Randy Orton attempted the RKO and missed it and landed on thumbtacks so many times. And every time I watch it, I cringe because his face was so genuine. Like, oh my God, this man fell back first through thumbtacks. Just insane stuff, man. This match was insane. Um, I'm going to kind of pick it up a little bit here and just keep going a little bit. I don't want to waste too much of you guys' time. So after 22, we got number 23, Royal Rumble 1992. (laughs) After that, we got number 24, Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels, No Mercy 2008 in a ladder match. Number 25, we got Ric Flair versus Sting. Clash of Champions 1988 for the NW world title. Again, I was not born, but I went to go watch it. Great shit between those two guys. Number 26, controversial alert. I got I got Johnny Gargano. I almost said Shawn Michaels. Oh, my God. I got Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa, NXT TakeOver Chicago. 2 Number 27, Kurt Angle versus Chris Benoit, Royal Rumble 2003. Number 28, CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam 2013. The Beast versus the Best in the World. Number 29, speaking of the beast, we got Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle on an episode of SmackDown from 2003 in an Iron Man match. Absolutely one of the best Iron Man matches in company history. And if you don't think so, well, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Whatever. Number 30, Chris Benoit versus Shawn Michaels versus Triple H, WrestleMania 20. For the World Heavyweight Championship. When you think about triple threat matches. This needs to be in your top five. Period. No questions asked. Number 31. Controversial alert. Number 31 is Sasha Banks versus Bayley. NXT TakeOver. Respect. Number 32, we got Hulk Hogan versus The Rock, WrestleMania 18. You want to talk about moments, you want to talk about legendary moments, you get no better than The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. Iconic, man. Made me tear up watching. Just great stuff from those guys. It was all about the story. Number 33, we got John Cena versus Daniel Bryan, SummerSlam 2013. Number 34, we got Shawn Michaels again, but this time versus Chris Jericho, WrestleMania 19. Number 35, we got John Cena versus CM Punk on an episode of Monday Night Raw from 2013. Winner going to Battle the Rock at WrestleMania 29. Number 36, we got The Wyatt Family versus The Shield. Elimination Chamber 2014 Another controversial in regards to an NXT match being ranked this early number 37 is DIY versus the Revival NXT takeover Toronto in a 2 out of 3 falls match Another controversial match number 38 we got John Cena versus Shawn Michaels 2 RAW 2007 after WrestleMania 23. (laughs) Controversial shit for number 39. We got Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate. NXT TakeOver Chicago. (laughs) Number 40, we got Vader versus Sting. Super Brawl 1997. Number forty-one, we got War Games, American Bash, nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> Get that a little too early. Um, number forty-two, controversial. We got Walter versus Pete Dunne, NXT Takeover, New York. <laughs> number forty-three, we got Elimination Chamber, Survivor Series, two thousand and two. Number 44, we got Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania 19. Number 45, another NXT match. We got Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Edge versus John Cena, TLC match, Unforgiven 2006. Another match featuring John Cena, Brock Lesnar versus John Cena versus Seth Rollins, Royal Rumble 2015. (laughs) Number 48, we got the game Triple H versus the GOAT, The Undertaker, WrestleMania 28, inside Hell in a Cell, with Shawn Michaels being the special guest referee. Number 49, we got AJ Styles finally making the list versus a man that's been on this list multiple times already, John Cena, Royal Rumble, 2017. And number 50 in the last spot, we got Brock Lesnar versus Eddie Guerrero. RIP, Eddie. No Way Out, 2004. So that is my top 50 greatest WWE matches of all time. John Cena is on this list a couple times. I'm tired of people saying that John Cena is not a great wrestler. Yes, he is. He just needs to be with the right opponent. That's the list, you guys. I know I have some matches on here that you guys are probably laughing at, probably rolling your eyes, and that's okay. If you guys are so upset about it, why won't you make your own list? I want to hear your guys' list. Who do you guys think doesn't belong on this list? What matches am I missing? I know I'm missing quite a bit, but what other matches am I missing? Where would you rank all these matches if you had to name them? Let's have some fun with this, guys. Uh, I'll see y'all later. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed this list. Again, it's a very controversial episode like I knew it was. But I do not disagree with any match on this card, any match on this list. I am not upset about it. I bided my time. I was waiting patiently. I was doing a lot of research in terms of every match that is on this list. And I know for a fact, man, that I might get laughed at, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, this is how I feel. And no one's going to change my mind. Point blank period. Y'all have a good one. I will see you guys on Tuesday for WWE Monday Night Raw results slash review. Y'all have a good one. King out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got the Glock in my bra.
0: 17 shots, on no 30. Yeah, she's fine. Wonder will she Wonder be mine? She Walk past I press see rewind. See that as one more time. And I got this soda Remy boy.